Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You're listening to The Adoption Chronicles with Mick Shepard. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 38. You're with me, Mick Shepard, and today, tonight... This morning, this afternoon, or whenever it is that you're listening to us, you're with uh, Ronnie Palazzi. Welcome to the show, Ronnie. Hi, Mick. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on. It's, a, um, it's great to talk to you. Um, now, where does your adoption story start and, and how do you fit into the adoption triangle? Okay, so I was born in uh, January of 1972. And to a, a lovely suburban family who um, already had a little boy. Yep. And unfortunately, they had another little boy who actually passed away. I think oh. he was about six weeks of age. Yeah. So my my mum uh, couldn't bear to fall pregnant again. Yep. And go through that that loss. So right. um, her and my dad decided that they'd adopt. Yes. And. Uh, yeah, and the story goes that they I've known all my life um, and they used to say to me, you know, um, you're special, we picked you, yep. you know, <laughs> that sort of thing, you know, and, and, you know, your brother's your brother and we're your mum and dad and a lady couldn't afford to keep you. Yeah, So right. we picked you and brought, and brought you home. Right. So, so I think that was a really special way of, yeah. of it being dealt with because I felt, I always felt like I was, I was special yep. and any, any other friend that I came across um, who I found out they were adopted later on, I'd be quite drawn to them and go, we're special. Mm. Hey, we're special, you know, and, and they go, yeah, are you, are you special too? And I go, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I grew up feeling quite comfortable with the fact that 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 I, I was special and I was wanted and you know that um that lady who who happened to have have had to give me up you know made a really hard decision my parents sort yeah. of made sure that they knew that that I knew that that lady uh you know um 
you know, she, she made a really hard decision. Yeah. And um, Probably yeah, so I, I always, yeah, I always thought about her in the back of my mind when mm-hmm. I when I was growing up, you know, you know, that lady, oh, you know, wonder, wonder who she is, wonder if she looks like me or yeah. anything like that because I was born into a family um, with my brother who had blonde hair, blue eyes. Yep. And I've had got blonde hair, blue eyes. Right. So they really matched you up. Back ah, then, okay, yeah. So mm. I guess we just let's just back that up just a little bit. You said January mm. nineteen seventy two. Um, that's a fantastic time of the uh, stars to get born. I've got to say, because um, I'm a January seventy two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what can, can we discuss dates? What date? Uh, yeah, born? absolutely. Twenty fourth. Ah, 16th. Uh, you've, you've missed out on the Capricorn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know oh, if that's wow. good or bad. Um, good for other people or bad <laughs> for other people? Well, I've always been told Capricorns are, um, are talkers, so right. I can't disagree with that. Yep. Well, I guess we're doing a talking <laughs> podcast, so we're on the right channel. We are. We are. Yeah. We did digress yeah, so somewhat. Not yes. Yes, yes. So it was, it was a different time back then um, and society uh, definitely had an, it was an almost uh, an accepted part of society back then to, um, to have adoption as part of, part of a larger story. And I had the same story as well. Like my parents told me that I was special and I was chosen and um, I have always, uh, if I didn't tell people I wasn't adopted, they wouldn't know because I do, in a similar way, uh, have been told that I look like my parents, my adopted parents. And and you've said the same thing. Um, When you were a small kid and you've obviously known that you're adopted, did you have any, uh, like, not necessarily fantasies, but did you have thoughts about the sliding door moment of what might have been with if you weren't adopted? I always I always thought, you know, when you when you grow up with a brother and you do fight and argue. Yeah, yeah. I love my brother dearly. Like he's the best the best guy in the whole wide world. Yeah. But you always have that moment where you go, oh, I wonder if I had a sister. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I always dreamt of having a big sister or a little sister or, you know, anything other than brother yep. you know but um but you know you 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 love love the ones you're with and um I, that was the sort of only that was the only real fantasy i had and and i i did wonder what my my natural mother and i say natural mother a lot of people say birth mother but yeah i would always wonder what my natural mother like or not so much my natural father yep I think that my natural mother was more on my mind, um, being a, like a maternal sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, because I didn't look like my um, parents who who raised me. Yeah. I didn't. My mum had blue eyes. Um, my dad had dark hair and brown eyes. Right. So my brother and I like were a perfect fit. And growing up, a lot of people would say to us. You can tell your brother and sister, yeah. and then my brother would yeah. look at me and wink. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I said, oh, "We'll tell him later." We'll tell yeah, him later. yeah. You know? I loved. I always love that element of surprise when you told people, you know, 
I'm actually adopted. He's he's not by blood, but yeah. and they they go no, get out because yeah. I think you know I hold my door sometimes the same way. I I can mimic my brother's voice. I you know just all of that sort of stuff that sort of comes into play. You know. Yep. Um, but that's the the thing. I mean. I'll just quickly tell you when my parents applied to um, adopt a child, they um, they were at their house and the person was like not far away. It was, was getting close to the time. Mm-hmm. And my brother was, I think, two and a half, three, yep. three, I think it's time maybe. Yep. And uh, they had a dog called Ben. Anyway, in in tears Ben with poo all over his feet and he's ran through the whole house, jumped up on the couch. There's like dog shit everywhere. (laughs) And then he's run outside and my mother's tearing her hair going, No, they're coming now. Oh no. (laughs) Time to clean poo up. So my dad quickly cleaned everything up off the floor and my mum just cleaned the couch as quickly as she could because that was they were going to sit. They'd yeah, saved it yeah. and everything. And she said, I just threw towels over the couch. Oh, it no. came and she said, oh, sorry about the, the, the. So she said, we sat on the shitty couch with the <laughs> towels over the couch. And she said she was just horrified. But, you know, hey, here I am today. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> that was their journey, the, the start of their journey. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Damn that dog! Yeah, <laughs> but it, you know, hey, it worked out in the end. But another Absolutely. thing was that yep. 1972. You know, there was no single mother's pension. That's right. Until um, Gough Whitlam came in yes. in I think it was the November or the December. Yeah, so I think that was instrumental in her, uh, my natural mother. Um, you know, um, not being able to take care of me. Yes. And that's mm. such a big decision. Um, I think sometimes it's under understated how big a decision that is. Oh, massive decision. And, you know, um, you know, she had to think of a lot of other things as well at the time, you know. Yeah. But um, I, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine, you know. So with, with her story, she had... Um, she she had, she was married. She had a husband. Yep. And she had three girls. Right. Um, the eldest, um, when I was born, was fourteen, mm-hmm. Evelyn, and then Deb was eight, and Kelly was about two and a half, three, I think I'd like to say, when I was born. Right. But before that, because their father isn't my father, um, their father Max passed away from Whipple's disease. Right. Now, today, Whipple's disease can apparently be cured by penicillin. Right. So can you imagine a lady in 19, maybe 1969 or 1970, maybe 1970, I think it was, you know, your husband's passed away and you've got these three daughters that you have to take care mm. of and look after. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, she had a lot of family help. Yep. Um, helped her, you know, she farmed them out to, to different family when she was working. Yeah. Um. But you know, you'd be you'd be frightened. So, in her best interest and the kids' best interest, the girls, she wanted to look for a husband. Yeah. To find someone who would 
you know, help her raise her kids. Um, yeah, so she she found um, someone to help raise the kids and fell pregnant with me. Well, there you go. And this is back in a time when it, the, the banks, you weren't allowed to work if you're married. So as soon as you were you got married as a woman, you were you lost your job. So oh wow, really? Yeah, working yeah. Uh, as a as a single mother back then would have been really difficult in itself. Wow, yeah, I didn't even know that. That's that's terrible. It is, <laughs> it's yeah, horrible. And it's not that imagine long ago. Imagine the uproar today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, imagine the uproar today. You'd be like, look at that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So um, oh. I can t- I'll t- I'll tell you how it started. So when I yep. when I was um when I was nineteen, yep. And sorry if I get a little bit upset here. My mum, for ten years or more, was on a dialysis machine. Right. So she three times a week. My dad would look after her and 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 you know t- put her on and off the machine and yep. you know I went through this from when I was quite young. Yeah. To watching all this, so it was a normal thing for me, but wasn't well yeah um and then when i was 19 we got a phone call to say that they found that she a kidney was there ready oh, for her if she right. wanted it okay so we sat there and went as a family and discussed it and i, I was like oh, you know great mum you'll be able to do some great things after this wow you know you don't have to be tied to this machine anymore mm-hmm. so we all decided that it's that'd be the best thing for mum yeah and um you know, she went in there, had the transplant, everything was going really well. And she'd been in, um, I think I see you for like about a week or so. Yep. And I, she loved me making cookies. So I I made her some Anzac cookies and I put a little note in it and said, I love you. And um, my dad gave them to her. And she yep. opened them up. She was in bed. She opened them up and saw the note, I love you. And said, oh, I'll have one of those later. And she laid back in the bed and nodded off. And Dad was like, Carol, Carol. And she sort of woke up, started and went, oh, oh, I drifted off a bit there. He said, yeah, you just fell asleep. So she got up, went to the bathroom, came back to bed and um, nodded off again and never woke up. Wow. She'd had a, a, a clot. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she had a clot to her heart. Yeah. And um, I'd called at that very minute that they were working on her. Oh. Sorry to hear that. So that's, um, <laughs> yeah, not terrible. Um, yeah. She was only 48. Wow. So, you know, my 48th birthday was like I hated it because yeah. I was like I couldn't imagine, you know, losing yeah. You know, losing a parent, like like my kids losing me at that age. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna like fucking upset. Oh, good. No. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that prompted me to um, to go. Hey, I I want to find out what what my medical, not only my medical history is, but to find out you know who my natural what my natural mother is. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so that started my journey. So, you know, you, you, you go and get your birth certificate. I went to um, Births, Deaths and Marriages. I think yep. it was in Ultima at the time in Sydney. Yep. 
and went in there and I was sort of half expecting them to go, no, nope, you're not allowed to have it. Oh. <laughs> so I was, I was ready for an argument. Yeah. <laughs> I went in there and it was so easy. Yeah, right. And um, it, they told me it was going to be sent in the mail. Okay. So that, that was another thing, waiting for that thing to come mm. in the mail. And I didn't tell my dad. I didn't tell my dad because I didn't want him to be hurt in any way. And I always, I always told him, you know, if if I ever look for my natural parents, you and mum, my mum and dad, yeah, regardless, absolutely, you know, yeah. And um, and I didn't want him to sort of look for it in the in the um in the mail. Yeah, yeah. But um, and my mum and dad gave me a plaque, and um, it was always in my bedroom on my dressing table, and it said. Um, nor flesh of my flesh, nor bone of my bone, but still miraculously my own. Absolutely. Yeah, very nice. So it, it, it like I've still got it somewhere <laughs> around yep. here. Um, so I always look at that and go, you know, yeah, and it was always a constant reminder. But I got my birth certificate and um, it had uh, my natural mother's name on it um, and her address. And I'd always knew, knew I was born in Liverpool Hospital, mm-hmm. but I was with a family in Picnic Point. Right. Now, they are very, very close suburbs, mm. like only about three, sub, three suburbs in between. Okay. Three or four suburbs in between. So really, really, really close. Yeah. And she'd lived at Sadly. So I looked and I thought, oh, wow. So... I got the courage up to actually go to yep. Sadlier. <clears throat> I went to a house two doors down and because, you know, everyone two doors down knows everybody's business. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because <laughs> yep. I, I was too chicken mixed to, to yeah. actually knock on the actual door. Anyway, so I went two doors down <clears throat> and um, this lovely lady answered the door and, and I, I asked her, I said, oh, do you know where... Val Stig is, and she said, oh, she moved away three years ago, love. This is in 1991, mind yeah, you, okay. when I was looking. Um, and uh, she, I said, oh, okay. And I said, oh, look, the reason I'm actually asking is, and it was really hard, I said, I'm her natural daughter. And the lady looked at me and went, oh, love, oh, oh, you look like your sisters. Yeah, right. That that undid me there and then yeah. at that door. I burst into tears and went, I've got sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and and she said, you've got three sisters. And I'm like, what? Anyway, I, it took me a while to compose myself. I could imagine. <laughs> she got the tissues, a glass yeah, of yeah. water, and um, just called out to her husband and said, get the white pages. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, everyone looks on their phones these days. But they do. But we had to flick through these um, white pages. And yep. she said her brother lives around the corner. Right. So we've looked up, you know, found her brother, Sid, and um, I said my goodbyes and thank you and went around the corner to, to Uncle Sid. Yeah, right. And um, I've knocked on the door. And he's come to the door and he's, he's gone, oh, hello, love, what can I do for you? <laughs> and he's beautiful, gorgeous little man. And I said, oh, hi. Um, I said, I'm looking for Val. He said, oh, come in, love. I'll, I'll write her a dress down. She's moved up the coast. Yeah, right. And I went, oh. 
and I didn't want to go inside. I thought, oh, this man doesn't know me and I feel like a fraud, you know, asking for his sister's address. And I said, um, I said, before I come in, I better tell you who I am. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, my my name's Rhonda. Everyone calls me Ronnie. Yep. My name's Rhonda and um, I'm Val's natural daughter. And he's just looked at me and he's just put his hand on his heart and his eyes, (laughs) his eyes like almost welled up with tears and he said, oh, love, come in. Oh, come in. And he gave me the biggest cuddle. And he said, let me look at you, let me look at you. And uh, he said, oh, he goes, come in, come in. He said, oh, this has made my day. And I, I said, oh, and he said, oh, he goes, he goes just a minute. He, he sat me down on the kitchen table and he said, I'll be back in a second. And I'm thinking, where the heck is he going? Where is he going? Yep. He's brought back these this big, massive stack of photo albums. Yeah, right. And... We've, he showed me through the photo and got me an orange juice and and he said, um, and I looked at the girls, I couldn't sort of see any resemblance, like, you know, like I wasn't, I wasn't sort of seeing any resemblance and um, he he just said, oh, you look like your, your sister, you look like Kelly, but um, I was looking at Kelly's pictures and I'm like, no, I don't look like Kelly and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and we, um, he said, I'll give her a call. I'll give Val a call. You just pretend that you're, I'll pretend you've gone. Right. And I, I wrote down my phone number for him and everything because, you know, it was well, no bo- no mobiles. Mm-hmm. And um, he called her and he's, um, she's answered the phone. He said, Val, are you sitting down? And, and I could hear her. She, she, so, she was so loud. Yes, I am. And he said, a girl's come to the door today. And she's going to know what? And and he said, Val, it's your natural daughter. She'd like to meet you. And then he's gone, Val, Val, you there? <laughs> and he's going, oh, my God, she's had a, she's she's had told a me she had a few heart problems. Right. Anyway, um, she's, she's, you know, and of course you, you say these things. And she said, I haven't got any money. Oh, really? <laughs> she said straight away. And he said, what does she want? I haven't got any money. I don't have any money to give her. And he said, no, 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 no. She doesn't want any money. She just wants to meet you. She lost her mum and she really wants to meet you guys. And um, he said, I've got her number for you. Anyway, so he gave her the number. I had gone. I went home after that and then sat near the phone because yeah. we said, we set a time, call at seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, she, she's called at seven. And, um, oh, we had a lovely chat and she said, um, look, the youngest one doesn't know. Oh. And I said, oh. And anyway, that, which is my, like, my, my, my sister's obviously older than me. Yeah, yeah. And she said, I haven't told her. She said, because the other two, she was pregnant when um, the other two were like 14 and 8. Yeah. So they yep. sort of knew. They yep. sort of knew. But it wasn't ever really ever spoken about yep. since I, you know, had been adopted out. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, I'll get her to call you back and she, you can say hello to her. Right. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, so, so later on, um, Kelly called back and she was like, oh, my God, I'm not the baby anymore. And I said, <laughs> you can still be the baby. It's all right. And, you know, um, yeah, we, we just, um, 
got along really, really well on the phone and um, and then we organised for herself to go up there and, and, and meet her. Wow. So that sounds like it all happened really quickly. Oh, massively. So quick. So quick. It was only a couple of weeks after I'd lost mum. Right. And I, okay. I think that I did it because I just felt like I needed to keep myself busy and do something, Yeah, you know? Yep. Um, so it was quite fresh for me, you know, losing my mother, then finding my birth, like my natural mother. Yeah. You know? And, um, but, so you know, like so far so good, yeah. That was, it was going really, really well. Yeah, nice. Uh, and, um, yeah, I went up there. I met, I met, um, Ke- Kelly picked me up and said, oh, she looked at me and said, this, these are her words, and they've always been like their words from the family's point of view. Yep. She looked at me and said, "Oh, she goes, you don't look like me." She said, "Oh, she said you're the spit out of Deb's mouth." Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I went, I went, what? <laughs> I've never heard that terminology yeah. before. But um, anyway, she picked me up, and I walked in and saw Val, all like five foot three of her yeah <laughs> she's lovely like short because i'm five foot five foot seven yep and a half yep and um she's you know grabbed me the same as uh, like she the same as brother and said let me have a look at you yeah yeah <laughs> let me have a look at you yeah, yeah. you know and um she's looked at me and just like smiled and then just we gave each other the biggest hug and um she said, I'm so sorry. And I said, please don't be sorry. And I said, um, I want to find you so you felt better. And she said, I feel great. So she said it was like a brick being lifted off a chest yeah, after nice. this long. Yeah. 19 years, though, because that's, you know, I've got a son who turned 20. Yeah. And I remember giving birth to him as like it was yesterday. Yeah. So... I think it was great to meet her early on, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and feel that like, you know, I can honestly say that I loved her. Like, you know, yeah. like she, she was beautiful, beautiful lady. And, um, she didn't want me to call her mum or anything like that. And just, yep. you know, I just called a Val yep. and then went and sat down and, and, uh, to Kelly and we were waiting for Evelyn to come because Evelyn was living in Sydney at the time. Right. And I I was wearing like a it was in the nine, early nineties I was wearing like a, a a long hippie skirt with the bells on it and the and the matching top and I had my hair half up half down yeah and um, in walks Ev and she walks in smiles at me and then something happened and then she just looked at me and then went right out the back at the back of the house yeah right and um, I find out later that she looked at me and thought oh it's Deb like but I looked like Deb. That's how much I look like Deb and wow. I look like, and she, I think it rocked her, sort of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, and then um, yeah, just had a great weekend with them all, and it was with you know, it was so good to meet. I met my nephews, I met yep. um, my brother-in-law, you know, had a really really good weekend with everyone, meeting everybody. Is that up and, on the um, central coast? That was she'd moved up to the central coast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But um. Yeah, so, and then um, I think a couple of weeks later I went to um, 
visit Deb in Queensland. I thought, I'm just going to go up and stay with her because I've been chatting with her on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And I felt comfortable. So I just went and you know, blobbed at her place. She wow. said, come up. And I went, I'm coming up tomorrow. So I, I think I drove up. Yep. I drove up um, and and we looked at each other and went, oh, wow, like, you know, we look, look similar. Yep. And, um, yeah, just it, Deb and I hit it off. We were both loud, both, you know, <laughs> just, yeah. Anyway, it was it was really, really good. She, she's beautiful. Like my sisters are absolutely gorgeous women. Yep. And I love them very, very dearly. And it was really great to sort of meet them. Yeah, so, and I had this great relationship. I, well, I st still have a great relationship with them. You know, I can pick up the phone anytime and yep. have a chat with them. But I did talk to Val about um, my natural father. Right. And um, she said his name's Jerry. Yeah. And um, Decline and gave me the surname and everything. Okay. And, um, yeah, and she said, um, so she... After six, she was six months pregnant and found out that he'd been seeing other women. Uh-huh. So this, this goes <laughs> so into she, the story of why you were given up Yeah, then. how, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she said um, she decided there and then that was it mm -hmm. because she had to think of her girls. Of course. And um, so um, she had to make the tough decision. And, you know, her, the family helped. She, the... the the, I think the girls stayed with different relatives, you know, when, when there was hard times. Mm -hmm. But, she, you know, she, she did her best and the girls are beautiful girls. She raised three lovely girls. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, that was a tough decision for her to make, a really tough decision. But, um, I mean, I'm glad that she, she made that decision because I, you know, got to have two beautiful parents and a, and a great brother mm -hmm. as well. So... You know, but um, I'm glad that I met her and the weight was lifted off chest. And yeah, so yeah, so um, I ended up. Um, I think I met him once. Okay. And um, you know, he he's um Dutch. Yeah. And um, is he still hard very, to find um, or easy to find? No, he was easy to find. Just right. looked up the surname, and there it was. There I, we go. Um, I sent, I sent, I sent, I sent, I sent a letter first, and then he called me. Right. And um. Yeah, and uh, I met him, and then um, he, um, I, I was I wasn't that connected to him. I didn't feel like a oh, this is my dad. That's cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Is, but not my dad, but my natural father, because you know my dad was still alive then, yes. and um, yep. you know, that you know, like I, I, I sort of was not comparing him to my dad, but looking and going, yeah, I, ju I just didn't feel that connection with him. Mm -hmm. I could tell that yeah he's my 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 natural father, um, with the height and the the blue eyes and everything like that as well. And I thought it was pretty cool to be Dutch. Yep, yep. <laughs> and my natural mother's family were German. Right. Okay. So I'm Dutch German. Yeah. Yep. And um, and it explained a lot of things. It explained the size ten, eleven feet. It explained my my height. It explained explained my my um shoulder width. Mm -hmm. You know, explained explained a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I only met him a few times. Um, and uh, yeah, but but the um, the funny part. Do you want to know the funny part of this this story? I'm always up to hear the funny part. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, so he was he was at Cabramatta, and yep. she um yeah she was at Sadlier. So that romance ensued, and then yeah. yeah. So 
I'd when I let's shoot to when I'm like 22 and a half. Yep. I'd started dating um, my now husband. Yep. And um, we were into our relationship about a month in, right? So it was mm-hmm. still like pretty cool and yeah, fresh. Yeah. And, yep. You know, and um, I went out to Reesby Workers Club with the girls, you know, for, to celebrate Christmas with my girlfriends. Yep. And I'm walking to the bathroom. Now, I was looking pretty hot here, Mick, let me just tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got down to like a size 10, you know, I was looking yep. pretty good. And, you know, when you know you don't eat as much because, you you know, you're all excited about your, your new boyfriend. Yep. I was walking to the bathrooms and this guy stopped me. This guy had blonde hair, blue eyes, very Aryan looking. Yep. And he said, he said, hi. He said, um, he said, uh, what, what nationality are you? And I've gone, I thought, oh, here we go. And I said, oh, Dutch German. And he goes, I'm German. And I said, oh, are you? I said, that's nice. I said, look, I've just met somebody. I don't want to waste your time. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I thought, I'm really adamant. I didn't want to you know, because I was deeply, deeply in love already. Yep. And um, and he said, oh, no, 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 I just want to talk to you. He goes, oh, what's your surname? And I said, well, it's it's not German because I'm adopted. But, you know, and I told him what my, my maiden name was. And, yep. and he went, oh, no, that's German. And I went, no, no. And then he just blurted out, my last name's Stig. And I've just stood there and gone, sorry, what? <laughs> he said, Stig. And I've gone, where you live? And he's like, oh, well, and he told me we lived. It was over near Liverpool, yep. across, the, across the river. And I've gone, do you know Sid Stig? And he goes, Uncle Siddy. Uncle Siddy. Yeah, Uncle Siddy. And I've gone, yeah, he's my uncle too. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, like this guy didn't want to just talk to me. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, I yeah, yeah. knew he was like, hey, hey Don. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, you couldn't have drained the red blood cells quicker from this guy's oh, face. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like, what? And I said, wow. I said, we must be like cousins or something. And he's like, N- how, what? And I so explained it, you know, I'm adopted, blah, blah, blah. My yep. natural mother's name, her brother is Sid. And he was just like deer in a headlights. Mm. And I said, give me your phone number. And I'll talk to your dad and see where it all connects up. So he gave me the phone number and then I said, oh, do you want me to come and say hello to your friends? (laughs) (laughs) Because they were all watching him going, oh, he's been at the number. Yeah. And he said, no, no, no. No need (laughs) for that. He walked away. He walked away and I've smacked him on the backside and gone, see ya, cuz. (laughs) (laughs) He was horrified. Anyway, we... I rang his dad the next day and and uh, his dad, Peter, and his dad said, he said, oh, yeah, he told me. And he said, so who's your natural mother? And I said, it's Val. And he said, oh, he goes, Val's my cousin. You know, how is she? And I said, oh, she's a very private lady. And, yeah. You know, I'll tell her that I eventually that I spoke to you. He said, he said, you and Jane are second cousins. And I went, all oh, right, okay. And, um he said, oh, he came in like at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Dad, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost picked up my cousin. <laughs> Jeez. And, um, yeah, and um, I, um, I was laughing the whole time. Anyway, I, I uh, had the great weekend and I, I'm, a, I'm a florist by trade and yep. I've, I've, there's a, a florist friend of mine that I played um, 
hockey with her daughter. Right. And I rang, I rang Jenny and I said, oh, Jenny, you won't believe, because she loves hearing my adoption stories. Yep. She said, you won't believe what's happened. She said, what? And I said, this guy, Jason Stig, tried to pick me up. And she's gone, <laughs> she's gone, she's gone, oh, Jason. And I said, yeah, um, he tried to pick me up. And she said, oh, Jason, she said, that's, you know. And I said, wait there, what do you mean, you do know Jason? And she said, yeah. She said, yeah, what do you mean? She, I said, is his father Peter? And she said, yeah. And I said, how do you know this guy? Yeah. And she said, oh, my son um, is engaged to his sister. And I went, what? And she's, and she's like, yeah. She said, wait there, what do you mean? Yeah. And I said, Jenny, I'm ringing to tell you that Jason tried to pick me up. And I said, I'm a Stig by birth. Wow. And she's just gone, oh, no. <laughs> we started laughing. Anyway, and she said, oh, my God, you're going to have to come to the engagement party. <laughs> oh, so I inadvertently, I got, well, I got myself invited to the engagement party. Jenny invited me. Yep. So I've turned up to this engagement party by myself. I've rocked up, walked in, saw Uncle Sid. Yep. And went, Uncle Sid. Jeez. <laughs> had a chat with him. Then I saw Peter. And I had a chat with him and I said, where's Jason? He said, oh, he's over in the corner. And he sort of like waved and went like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he went, oh, I said, oh, it doesn't matter. Leave him be, yep. you know. And he said, he goes, yeah, I don't think he's been out for three weeks. <laughs> 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 anyway, we, we and I met, met some of the other family and, you know, the, the resemblances, like, you know, I can sort of tell like, you know, yep. blue eyes and the blonde hair. And then I spoke to one of the um, other cousins who apparently used to um, take Val to the doctors or they used to have cups of tea and stuff like that because yep. they, they were cousins. And she's introduced me to her um, husband and then she said, oh, here come my sons. This is Ryan and this is Daniel. Daniel walks in the door and goes, G'day, Ronnie. Where's oh, really? Jipper? What are you doing here? This guy... Well, I used to hang out with him, like if we'd go out to Blue Lights or of a night time. Yeah, I think right. it was just at the local, like when we're like 15, 16, yeah. 17. Yeah. And then I didn't, re I didn't know until late like, this night, but he also used to hang around my husband um, when he was like 17, 18, 19. Wow. So my, you know, like, but my husband and I obviously went together then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was friends with me, like just like, acquaintances with me you know hanging around the whole group and then he was also friends with my husband my wow. future husband but, um and he's he's just shaking his head going what and i've gone oh my god <laughs> i can't believe this and um he said um he said oh well, can you imagine if we got together and then found out yeah and i went no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. and so all the coincidences ended there thank goodness yeah. but i mean you know how does that happen that someone tries to pick me up then i call my friend and say you won't believe what happened then i get invited to an engagement party and then i run into someone who i've known nearly all like all my teenage years who's been friends with me sitting right there under my face wow you know um that's 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 why i think they they stopped um you know 
adopting kids out to people who are only three suburbs away from where the mother lives. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. You know, and um, so the coincidences ended there. But, um, yeah, and um, unfortunately my my um, natural mother passed away, um, I think it was 2016, um, on my birthday. Oh, no. Yeah. I usually get a call from her every year, and it's yep. usually around about between 5 and 7 p.m. before she goes yep. to bed. Yep. And I didn't get a phone call, and I thought, oh, she's, you know, she's forgotten. Yeah, but I yeah. got a phone call the next day, you know. Like, she was, I can honestly say I loved her. I yep. loved her so much. Yeah. You know, um, because I'd had 20, you know, 20 plus years with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I had 19 with my mum who raised me. And, yep. You know, um, and the, the love wasn't the same as my mum who raised me, but it was a different kind of love. Yeah. You know, it was um, like I was devastated and crushed, you know, yeah. when she passed away. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm being a florist, I did flowers for her. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, it was just, I just wish I had have had more time because, you know, she got to meet my children. Um, yep. I've got two boys and, um, you know, um, yeah, they love, they love, they they still remember her when I talk about, you know, Nanny, Nanny yeah. Al, they called her. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. But, um, like, at the, it's honestly, it's a really good story because it's, I love my sisters. I've got yeah. sisters and I'm, on my, my natural father's side, I've got a half-sister and a half-brother. Yep. And I love them too. Like, I don't get to spend as much time as, as I'd like to with them all. They're all in Queensland now. Right. All my half-sisters and my half-brother are okay. in Queensland. Everyone's flying um, north. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I've got um, I've got on their side, I've got nieces and I've got um, great-nephews. Um, one of them's born... Mm -hmm. uh, and on my on my um, other half sisters, Val's Val's girls, I've got um, nieces, and I've got a, a few, uh, a couple of great. Um, I've got a great two great nieces, and two great nephews. Right. And um, yeah, on that side, so it's like um, yeah. But my nephews, my nephews on my natural mother's side are like they're in their thirties, yeah, and I'm yeah. like I still make them call me Annie Ronnie. <laughs> I run to you, thanks. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's like yeah, it's all like yeah, like really, really good, feel good story where yeah. you know I've just got I just can't believe when I think about it I've got um six siblings. Yeah. And it's like you think, wow, you know, yeah. six siblings. And then um, if, you go, of, if you go back to when you were a kid yourself. And you're thinking, oh, what would it have been like to have sisters? Now you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I just collapsed on that woman's doorstep yeah. and went, oh, I've got sisters? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. And um, and just, um, I just, you know, it ticked all the boxes, you know, and, um, and it, it just felt like a really easy process where people are having such a hard time trying mm. to find their um you know birth parents and um i sit there and i i, I read these things on the facebook pages and yep. you know and i think oh i just want to help them i want to help them just go and get your birth certificate start with your birth certificate yeah so if i can give 
anyone advice, it is start with your natural birth certificate, go to the address, if, the, if there's the, the home address on there, and go two doors down. Two doors down. Two doors down. Two doors down. Someone, or the, the, I can guarantee, someone two doors down knows everything about what was going on in the street yeah. at the time. You know, um, or you know, like I grew up in a cul-de-sac, and uh -huh. there's still about four or five people who are my parents' age who still live in the cul-de-sac. Yeah, you know, and they, you know, they know everything. You know, um, if not. Uh, ancestry DNA, you know, yes. um, I'm still finding, I'm still finding things are coming up on um, ancestry DNA. And I spat into a, a tube mm -hmm. and then six weeks time, everything came up. Now I, I knew I was Dutch German, yep. but it's come up. I'm uh, Swedish mm -hmm. and, and Finnish. Okay. I'm um, a Germanic Europe. Um, Iceland. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you know, and, and so very Viking. Yeah, but, yeah. But I'm also, also Mick, I'm, I'm 17% Irish. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking of making a shirt saying 17% Irish. 17% Irish. There we go. 17% <laughs> Irish. So, um, but I'm quite, I'm quite, um, I'm quite bond of the fact that I'm, um, like in Danish was that 70% Swedish and Danish, I think it is. Right. And then the others are like, um, you know, Finland, Iceland, like all those, all those Nordic, yeah. Scandinavian. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, um, I, uh, I feel like there's a real heritage there. And um, mm. I'm, I'm thinking of, of seeing, and I'm not sure if anyone has done this before. I'd love to know. Um my natural father was full Dutch. So right. I'm wondering if, even though I've been adopted, because I've got um, Dutch bloodline in mm -hmm. me, if I can get my Dutch passport. That's interesting. Yeah, because I know, you know, like you've got, um, you know, all our Indigenous um, brothers and sisters, are, are, you know, they're... they're, they're, they're um, you know, learning about their heritage and their yeah. culture, yeah, and everything like that, and it's like that's so good. I love that. I mm. absolutely, I'm a champion for all that. Yeah, and it and it's beautiful that they're reconnecting to their roots. Yes, I'd I'd love to sort of go back there because I'm a florist by trade. Yeah, I'd love to go back there and just because my natural father's family apparently had a carnation farm. Well, they were there carnation you go. farms. So I'd love to actually go back and, um, you know, uh, see, you know, the roots of of, um, of my Dutch heritage. As yeah, well. well, that that also but, goes um, further into exploring the nature versus nurture type mm -hmm. conversation as well. Yeah. You know? Oh, massive! I know, massive for that. I mean, look at the way I am with my brother. Like mm -hmm. who I grew up with. Yep. People say that we look alike, and I think it's the way you become accustomed when you're growing up with someone mm -hmm. that you you, you you take on their mannerisms. Mm. You take on their mannerisms, and I take on my brother's mannerisms. You mm -hmm. know, like I say some things, and then I laugh and go, <laughs> "That's my brother." Yeah, you know, right. coming yep. out in me. Yep. 
Um, but the thing is, with the even though I didn't have a massive connection with Jerry, I'd still like to go to Holland. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love licorice. I love um, I love cinnamon. I love gingerbread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I'd love to go. I'd love to go there and um, just see. But I really would love to know if I I could get my Dutch passport because my natural father was Dutch. Yeah. And then that way, you know, my my kids could, you know, have their Dutch passport and explore Europe as well, you know, that sort of thing. And Mm. it's like, you know, and and, and explore their heritage and stuff. And my natural mother's um, grandparents were full, like they came over from Germany. Yeah, they came over from Germany. Mm -hmm. And then my grandparents were born here. And then my natural mother was here. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'd I really reckon. like to know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure somebody out there will be able to let us know on the um, – and even if they drop us a message on the Facebook page or the link that's underneath this episode, uh, surely somebody out there can answer that question. That'd be great. Yeah, That'd I think be great. so. <laughs> so well, if, thank, well, thanks for listening to my. Yeah, no, my pleasure. It's been really interesting. Story. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I just, you know, if if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, and I, I know in uh, your situation everything's worked out really positively, which is fantastic. But is there anything mm. that you would change, or if you if you could go back, would you change anything, or give yourself some advice to potentially? Um, uh, make things even better than what they already are, or would would, would you do something different? Take tissues. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, take a camera. Take you know, like mm. yeah, I, I would have loved to have taken a photo with the the first people that that you know they showed me you know the white pages. Yeah, you know, um, take a photo of me meeting Uncle Sid for the first time. Yeah, you know, um, I haven't got any photos with Uncle Sid. You know, um, taking photos at the engagement party. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't change a thing, I don't think. I think I, I mapped it out really, really well. And, yeah. and, and, you know, I asked all the right questions. I, um, yeah, I was just lucky that everything was so accessible. Mm. You know, and then the natural father had a different surname and, yeah. you know, that I could find. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, wonderful to hear your story, Ronnie. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and one thing that um, I think we should now uh, let the uh, listeners in on a on a bit of a um, not necessarily a secret, but you would have noticed that at the very very start, the intro there was a slight difference there, um, and the voice would have been quite familiar now after hearing your episode. Um. You've got a bit of a um, a specialty as well. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm mimicking or doing doing a few voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so um, I did a work on the Kyle and Jackie show. I think it was like 2017. Yep. And it was quite successful. I was their uh, operator frustrator, so I'd get people's names wrong. And yep. Had a few jobs where I'd do the school zones are now in operation. So please drive carefully. 
<laughs> so if, if anyone needs anything recorded, please let me know. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so it's a good little talent to have. Yeah, good little no, talent to have. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, and your episode will be up very, very shortly. And uh, until uh, we speak again, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much, Nick. No worries. You've been listening to The Adoption Chronicles with Nick. And Ronnie. Thank you for coming on again, Ronnie. And as always, uh, if you want to tell us your story, hit us up on the Facebook page and I would love to chat with you and uh, hear what you um, have gone through with adoption. Thank you so much. Talk to you again next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.